in a world where we discuss what would happen in a world <laughs> if we changed one thing. <laughs> That's such a long tagline. It is. We need a billboard for that tagline if it was a movie poster, wouldn't you? And you're going to put effort into saying it, so I don't think it's going to stick. No, I don't think it's as catchy as it possibly could be. Okay, so we probably need to apologise for last time. I don't know why you, why you think that. Why, what, what did you do? What did I do? Yeah. Well, I today I have just finished finished editing last podcast. So right, the yeah. one that everyone's already listened to at three. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's probably good for you guys to know we're kind of two episodes ahead, so we're not being really rude. People keep leaving lovely comments, and then it looks like we just ignore them. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've got to. I'm sure we'll be lazy one week and we'll miss it and get back on track. But. Yeah. I mean, the last one we did must have been the easiest editing job ever because we were we were. We were on fire. It was. We need this whole podcast needs to be a backtrack corner from last week. Okay. All we did was at one point I was just shouting Muppet names, just listing Muppets and why they'd be good. So that, yeah, so that was just that's pretty much what happens every day, really, isn't <laughs> that is it? A standard that's day just a normal Tanya conversation. <laughs> you, Lee, was very drunk. Oh, I was I was hammered. The I stories, was absolutely hammered. The stories of you that night. We'll go down in legend in that party. Yeah, yeah. I think. Did you enjoy being a lady for a night? I did. I did actually. It was very. I said it was very liberate, li- very liberating experience. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, you got disgustingly drunk. Yep. And hid in the bathroom for most of the night. So I feel like that was a proper. That's lady. a very yeah. yeah. That's, I I was very um. That was, that was a very legit experience, wasn't it? That's most sixteen-year-old girls who have drunk for the very first time. Yeah, it was nice. And how could it possibly have gone wrong that we recorded a podcast while we were both intoxicated like exactly. that? Exactly. Well, it is the Drinks in Dystopia podcast, so... Right, so it was perfect. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, what are you drinking? I. What, what am I drinking? Yeah. You might want to go first, because I am classing this joint up. Oh, right, okay. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I didn't really mean you. You said you, said you, want, <laughs> uh, you should go first. I went, okay, and then you instantly started saying what you were drinking, so <laughs> go on then. <laughs> I am drinking gin and tonic, but not just any gin and tonic. tonic. Oh, okay. Hendrix gin and tonic. Wow. The greatest, most hipster gin in all the world. I know, you sound like a proper dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me tell you, there's cucumber in it. Oh my god. And a ball of ice instead of ice cube. Oh. It's, You're it's, the worst. You are the worst. It's so wow. good. It tastes of the tears of... A generation. Yeah, does it? Yeah. Really? Millennial tears. That's what this cocktail would be called. You could, you could drink it. <laughs> you can't drink it. It's mine. You no, can't have any. It's all yours. Wow. That is pretentious, isn't it? No, it's delicious. Yeah. And healthy. It's one of my five a day. Okay. If I have five of them, I'm in. Yeah. Done. That's how it works. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You just called me pretentious. What are you drinking? Well, well to be fair, in stark contrast to yours... Your high class spirits, whatever cocktaily thing you're drinking, I'm drinking beer that I made in a bucket <laughs> in the garage. So see, you say that I say handmade craft brew that you have made lovingly yeah. over a month period and left to simmer. To simmer. <laughs> to age. To age beautifully. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I like that idea. It's not true. It was... <laughs> it was a bucket. Yeah, it was a bucket <laughs> of, yeah, just the, the cheapest possible ingredients I could find. Chucked into a bucket, left for a couple of weeks, put in bottles, and then I put them in a box in the cupboard and I forgot about them for months and now I just rediscovered them. Which one is it, though? Uh, I think it was. I think it was an experimental one where I literally just chucked all the ingredients I had hanging around in a bucket. I was like, "What do all this taste like?" And it's it's about seven point six percent though. So it smells like iron brew. Oh, that was uh, that's what I was going for. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Iron. Iron brew. brew. Oh, you have to raise your eyebrows oh, as Jesus. you say it. <laughs> but it's it doesn't actually taste like iron brew. It literally tastes like something that's been brewed. In iron, <laughs> it's got a very metallic flavour to it, rather than a delicious a Scottish, Scottish <laughs> sort of pop beverage. Oh yeah, well, my brother and sister and mum are all—they may be the only people listening, to be honest. But yeah. my my brother has suggested that we make more jingles. Really? So yeah. he enjoyed the first one so much that he yeah. wants more. And they were all pun based, so like, don't look back, track in anger. Good. Good. Ah, oh, what were the other ones? I'm letting him down here because they were very good. Yeah, some good puns. Yeah, but luckily for you guys listening, on the first time I accidentally, I accidentally, I purposely made you record a lot of jingles because you didn't think I was actually going to put it online. I did, yeah. So now, ready oh for Backtrack Corner. <laughs> okay. Is that one of them? Is that a new jingle? No, that was the no? build-up to the jingle. Oh, okay, okay. So it's just... Jingle, no. There you go, they listened to the beautiful jingle. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I, that was perfect, that jingle. It was I great, I liked everything about it. When I edit this, I'm going to hate past me. Yeah. Because I'll be like, why? Why did you make me make these jingles? Yeah. But really, we can blame Craig, my brother. It's clearly his fault. <laughs> um, okay, so this week's New World Rule. You ready for this? Yeah, are we not gonna? We're not backtracking anything else. Nah. No. Nah? Everything else. Everything else we said in every other episode, including necro pants, <laughs> is all cool. Did I'm we sorry. backtrack that before? No, you did a shot for it because it was 100% true. Are you kidding? Do you not remember doing the shot last no, episode? No, I have no recollection. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm, I'm very serious. I have no. I didn't really. Didn't no, 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 no. I'm serious. Like not just for these people listening. I'm. Tw- I'm really asking you, not for comedy. I am being as genuine as like. Well, I have no recollection of doing a shot for for necro pants. Oh, maybe. maybe. Did we discuss necro pants? I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't. But you know what that means. What? You have to do a shot. I have to do a shot now. Well, I'll do. I'll do a swig of my beer. How's that? It's fine. You did do another shot. You, yeah. You did last week. I oh, was okay. Just messing with you. Did you just want to make me drink more beer? <laughs> oh no. I Poor was me. Make you do the soju in the fridge. <laughs> no, let's not crack that open. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot as well. I, I was meant to ask you a question. Yeah. I meant to ask you a question in between backtracking questions. Go on. What was the question? Okay. You yeah. ready? Go on. It's a classic. Yeah. That I'm going to ask you this week. Okay. It's what time is love? If you could choose a superpower. What superpower are you going to have? This oh. is the classic. I'm going to go with it. Wh- yeah. Which, which one are you going to go with? Okay. So, I know Alex, if he's listening, he always says the power of perfect persuasion is the best power to have. Your brother is a genius because that is so good. It's probably, it's up there. It's up there as one of the best. If you could convince people to do anything you wanted, there's very little things on earth you couldn't do because... You know, you could just you could get any job you wanted. You get as much money as you wanted. You could do you could do anything you wanted because well, you just yeah. convince people around you to let you do it. 
you are 100% right as well. Because I remember hearing Alex say that once and being like, yeah, it's all right. And then I watched January Jones, the TV show. And yeah, you didn't, watch, the... you didn't watch January Jones, the TV show. No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't at all. Yeah. What's her name? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. January Jones, the TV show would be great. I, I would, would watch. I would, I would definitely would watch that. that. <laughs> um, Jessica Jones, the Marvel TV show on Netflix. And the bad guy in that, that's his power. And it's amazing. It's an amazing power. Yeah. yeah, it's a really, really good one. In so, fact, I might make that an episode far in the future. Yeah, talk about that. But so that was a good. That's a good power that Alex said there. Yeah. Other than that, I'd probably be Superman's powers, which are all of them. You can't pick all of them. You have to pick one. Superman's power. No. No. Superman's power is absorbing the sun. If you want to say that. Kind of. Yeah. You just die. <laughs> Absorb it all. He doesn't though. Yeah, Does but he? you're not Superman. Okay. All right. Don't rub it in. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I mean the persuasion one's pretty good, I suppose. But it is a bit terrifying because, like in the the Jessica Jones TV show, he's like, "Oh, eat your heart out," and then someone does. Yeah, but then, but then you know that's a very. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be like they literally have to follow your commands. It could just be they understand what you want, what your will is, and what your will becomes their will. That's you're, all it is. You're being very specific. I feel like it's. Why is that specific? You're the one being specific. You're like, oh, say they are. They gotta literally eat their heart. But well, how would how would your power distinguish between making someone really do what you want, even if you're speaking in metaphors? Because they would they would understand your will. They would know. You know, they think I want this. You know, I want this chair moved from here. I want it there. They would know. Oh, Lee wants the chair over there. So, so they would go ironically, and do that. you'd have willpower. Yes, you would have willpower. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good one. So is that what you're going? It's not flying, invisible. invisible. This is the only problem. It's like I, I, the other one I, I always like the idea of is shape shifting. I think that'd be really cool because if you could shape shift, you could do anything you wanted then because you could fly, you could grow wings and just fly. You could look like anyone else, so you could just that would be fun. You could live someone else's life for the day. You could yeah. you could become like the greatest boxer or rugby player or footballer or sportsman in the world because you just alter your body so you have perfect. But surely you never done. Yeah, you can never die because you because your cells aren't deteriorate, and you could just whatever make one. them new. So shape shifting is a very good one as well, I think. We'll see. Yeah, mystique is always the coolest. Yeah. See, what I was going to go with was talking to animals, but now yeah. you've said shape shifting, I feel like that's not as great. Yeah, yours. You can just go up to slugs and go hello. That's your power. Whereas I could turn into a slug. To, what if they didn't want to talk? What to if you? they didn't want to talk back? That's yeah. okay. You've said that before. Well, that was my idea for a show for a character that's called the Defects Men, wasn't it? And his one is he can talk to he can talk to snails and slugs, <laughs> but they just refuse to talk back. And one of them and they don't just listen, has a... and they don't listen to his commands. <laughs> so he can talk to them. They understand him. They just don't listen to him. And one of them was just a man with a pinky finger that comes out of his forehead his that forehead, can hold yeah. a pencil. Could just about grip a pencil, but didn't have that much strength. So. That was his power. He just has a finger on his forehead. I love defect men. We spent so much time of our lives talking about defect the, men. Yeah, the man who can make his hair fall out. That's a good one. But it can't grow back. It just fall, All his hair just falls out. The man who can make grass grow, but only very, very slowly, like a millimetre an hour. The guy who can always tell the time. Yes, yes. It's just like, the human clock. Yeah, he always knows what time it is, wherever he is, that's it. That's but only in one time power. zone. Yeah. A specific time zone. Yeah. So as soon as he leaves it, He knows screwed. exactly what the time is in, you know, in Nigeria. <laughs> at, any, at anywhere in the world, you know, at any time, but that's all he knows. Yeah. Oh God, there was loads of them. We used to come up with them all the time. The defects, man. Yeah, that's 
Quite oh, close. and there was erosion man. The power to erode things very slowly. Yeah. So he could just... Oh, and there's the man who could age himself, but he couldn't age back. <laughs> he couldn't go younger. He could just make himself get older. That's all he could do. I he could only age one way. <laughs> yeah. Because these guys must exist because the X-Men, they all have the, they're all mutants. They're always amazing powers, though. They must be some who've just got terrible powers. It's like <laughs> their mutant abilities are just not that good. Well, yeah, because Darwinism would test a few things out. Yeah, like, you know, they'd be bad mutations. Like, 99.9% .9 of mutations are bad. So 99.9% .9 of X-Men <laughs> would be terrible. They would be deep X-Men. We've gone off topic a little bit, I think. <laughs> well, mine would either be talk to animals or the, the power to learn things extremely quickly. Like yes. uh, Johnny Five. In the short <laughs> like <circuit>. Johnny Five, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Johnny Mnemonic or something, or like you know you could it plugs something into your brain and know it instantly. Johnny Number Five. Yeah, when he gets the books and he just goes, <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, and he like scales through the book and yeah, then he yeah, knows yeah. it all. That's yeah. what I want. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Amazing. It would be amazing. I'm not saying it's not an amazing. Fact. I just didn't expect you to be like I want to be like Johnny Five. Uh, yeah. So new world rule. Go on, go for it. What have we got? What do I need to dissect and reconstruct perfectly this week? You did tell me many times in the last podcast that this week had to be more scientific and, in your words, good. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am a fierce critic, aren't I? So, I've actually done at least three minutes research. That's pretty good. Oh, wait, wait. New world rule jingle. Go! No. Way. Roy. Go. Another, another jingle, great. <laughs> Within three seconds of yeah. each other, it's a jingle. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint you a picture. Go for it. Paint me a picture. Okay. So this week, we're kind of being taken into Arthur C. Clarke's world. Right. Okay. Sri Lanka. Okay. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So he wrote a story called Childhood's End. Have you ever read that book? No. Okay. So in Childhood's End. Mm -hmm. Aliens come to the planet Earth yeah. and they don't show themselves. They just beam out a message to everybody and they say, in 50 years, we're going to reveal ourselves. Right. Right. So that's, that's where this idea came from. That in itself is probably quite a good new world rule, but right. I don't like to do anything normally. So no. this is a. So imagine. And the temperature's nine degrees. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. So in this world, yeah. aliens have come to the planet Earth. And they've looked at us all and they've decided we are not emotionally equipped to handle them arriving. Right. So what they do is bestow on every single human the uh, power to completely and really empathize with someone else. So if you cause someone else an emotion, you feel it. Right. Okay. So this is like the, this is like the justice field in Red Dwarf. Oh, I, I didn't. I was trying to think of things where they've done this. Is that is that a Red Dwarf episode? Yeah, in Red Dwarf, they create the perfect prison where when you're within, I think it's called the Justice Field. Whenever you're within the Justice Field, anything you do to somebody else, the consequences happen to you. So if you try to set someone on fire, you'll set on fire. If you try to punch someone, you'll get punched. Okay, well, it's not quite that because you'll just feel the fire and you'd feel the punch. So this is just an emotional yeah. sort of thing. It's okay. a complete an em emotional response. I'll let you decide whether you know aliens have done this to us because that does change things, I suppose. But maybe if we just went with the no. fact that we wake up tomorrow and everyone can now feel what the other people feel. Right, okay. And you can't turn it on and off. You can't choose when to feel. Nope. All, all emotions... So it's a little bit like um, Deanna Do, Troy in 
you know, like how she feels, what other people are feeling in So do you, do you need to be like within proximity of someone or touching them? Because otherwise you just feel, you know, six billion Well, no, no, emotions. you've got to have caused it. Right, okay. So, but, but, so if you, okay, but then let's say you did that, let's say you dropped a bomb on something. Okay, That's I suppose aliens... this is the podcast, I suppose, isn't it? It's but, discussion, discussing but, this. But this is why aliens have done it. Ah, okay. Because they're like, you are not emotionally equipped because you still hate each other and you're fighting. Yeah. So they're reasoning because mm. me and them, we're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why of they course. told me. They you told me. But <laughs> their reasoning is if we can all feel each other's emotions for a while, maybe that will allow us to be emotionally equipped and ready. It would change our perspectives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to run through the questions. Yeah, go for it. So how would science have to change? I suppose with aliens. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it, but my first question is, Okay. so do you, can you only ever feel, so let's say, for example, you drop a bomb on a city and it, mm. you know, it kills like 20,000 people. Do you feel the suffering of 20,000 people? So it's like, it's like the normal suffering of one person, but times 20,000. So it's more intense, more powerful. You know, you probably you just kill yourself. I suppose you would just you wouldn't be able to function. Or do you only feel the emotions? You know, of like of one person. It would be grief, but it would only be the the one human's grief. Or how does it work? Uh, yeah, because you're right. Because like you, I don't. I think you'd die, wouldn't you? If you felt yeah the pain of like twenty thousand people, people you yeah um you would just explode. So, I suppose. Well, in childhood's end, the 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 Arthur C. Clarke book, uh, one of the things they do is they tell them they can't hurt animals anymore, but they're still having bullfighting in Spain. Yeah. So the aliens cause everyone in the stadium watching the bullfighting to have a searing pain in their head. I might be getting this wrong. I read this a long time ago. But they're not actually, there's nothing hurting them. They're not damaged in any way. Yeah. It's more an illusion right. that they're feeling that pain. Yeah. So maybe this is the same. Like, you feel it, but in no way is it, it's only emotionally damaging. It's not actually going to kill you. Right. Which okay. is almost worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's no physical con consequences. Okay, well, what about... Apart from, like, you, physically, like, you cry and you react. Yes. But no pain or suffering. or like, No, you know it. Like, yeah. no death. <laughs> well, how direct does the consequence have to be? So, for example, that person who drops the bomb... Could they logically say, well, I didn't make the decision to drop the bomb. The prime minister made the decision to drop the bomb. I'm just the guy who presses the button. So, like, what? Oh, what? can you do mental gymnastics? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying, like, who, how do you logically determine who is responsible for which act? Everyone involved in the decision. In the chain. Yeah. If you didn't try to stop it and you were in that chain, part of that conversation. Yeah. And you couldn't then... So what about... here? Oh, this is, we're getting into deep philosophical waters here. Okay. So what about the man who presses the button is responsible, the Prime Minister is responsible, are all the people who elected the Prime Minister responsible? So if you voted no. for that guy and then that guy did that... You've got to actually directly be involved in the conversation. Right, okay. So it's, it's, Everyone in the war room. Okay. Yeah. Right. But how would... So yeah, the first question we always go to is Sorry, science. Yeah. So how science. would science change in this world? I suppose it's alien, so it's... Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be able to do any... I mean, you could, I suppose, but you like medical testing and all that would be a lot more complicated, wouldn't it? Everything would be more complicated. Yeah, because anything you did to anyone else, you would... Be, does, this, does this extend to animals then, like the book? So if mm. you do animal testing, do you feel all the consequences of that? Ideally, I would like to, because... Yeah. 
kind of animals. But I think for simplicity's sake, for this podcast, yeah. let's just say it's only humans. It only, only extends to humans. Yeah. Okay. Because hopefully if we didn't want to hurt each other, eventually we wouldn't want to hurt other things, I suppose. Or maybe if we, they didn't feel this, then we'd take it out on them. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. No. I, I, I'm going to backtrack that already. Okay. I, I, we do feel things because we, we're, we're the biggest advocates for the fact that dogs feel happiness. and dogs, yeah. So, yeah, if you make your dog happy, you feel happy. Okay. Oh, so you also get the positive benefits as well. It's not just Oh, negative. yeah, yeah, no, no. It's positive too. So, like, ah. so, like prostitutes are the happiest people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the, the clients aren't. So, it's a, but then is she happy? Is he happy? It's a, I don't know. It's a domino effect of craziness. It's a yeah, cycle, well, a crazy cycle. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? I can't believe we got to prostitutes so quickly. I know, yeah, straight away, <laughs> prostitution. I, it's really actually, with this one, the normal subjects that we talk about, science, population, law and order, they, they don't really apply too much because... Yeah, we might have to break the mould a little bit for yeah, this one. a greater power has put it on us, so... Okay, so well, let's, I suppose for you, personally, mm. let's t- take it to a personal level. Okay. So tomorrow you wake up, do you, like, how would it change a normal person's day-to-day Someone that isn't involved in yeah. the big, big, big decisions. Like, how would it affect you, do you think? Well, ooh, this is interesting, isn't it? Because, well... The world wouldn't stop. We'd all carry on as normal for keep, a while. Yeah, you don't have to keep doing what you're doing. But I thought, suppose it's essentially, this is... Everyone in the world would have to live by the golden rule, wouldn't they? Which is, do unto others how you'd like to be done to yourself, whatever it is. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> along those lines, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, you, everyone would have to live by that by that standard. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would, you, there, there would be, there would be no, there would be, well, there wouldn't be no advantage, but there'd be little advantage to treating other people poorly, of lying, of being deceitful, of manipulating, of thieving, yeah. like any of that sort of stuff would then become. It's by the aliens would do it. Yeah, it's a it's a great idea that thank the aliens you. have done. Yeah, uh, I mean they think. No, no, yeah, <laughs> not not your idea because it's not your idea. It's Arthur C. Clarke's idea. <laughs> no, it and isn't. It's, and, his, and it's his aliens. You have contributed nothing to this. No, no, no. It, well, this is the thing. That I shouldn't. I should clarify the book. This isn't what happens in the book. They they yeah. just turn up and know everyone knowing they're there. It's like is enough. Yeah, and because it's fifty years, each generation knows they're going to see them. So they get ready. So by the time they are shown, they've gone through all the crazy drama and everything, and they're just ready to experience what they look like. Yeah. But um, th- there's that one moment where they make everyone feel pain. And they realize how powerful the aliens are. Like, oh, if we piss them off, mm. they'll make our brains melt or whatever they did. Well, because I wanted to do this idea, but I was trying to think of like, well, if we've always had it, if it's just a part of this world that's always been there, yeah. then you're not going to have any of these problems because you'll always have grown up with it. Yeah. So I wanted it to be a world where it suddenly happens. And I would say the aliens are the only thing that could trigger this. Yeah. No, no, I get that. That's fine. Don't don't beat yourself up over the premise. That's fine. It's a good premise. You can feel, if you could feel, you'd feel that I don't feel like Yeah, yeah, good. You shouldn't. No, <laughs> no one's questioning the alien part of this premise. I don't know why you suddenly got very defensive about the, why you picked the... That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> the only people who would be problematic... Would be would be sort of like would be sadomasochists. Yeah, I was saying. Do you think that like you'd just be talking to someone and you'd be feeling nothing, like nothing would be coming off them, and you'd be like, 
oh, you're a serial killer. Oh, that's interesting. That has no empathy. Like, you, you have nothing there. And I know that. Because I'm not feeling anything. But then would they... Uh, I suppose this is my question to you as well. Is like, how many levels can it keep going? Because if you say, that, say you make a joke in work and someone takes offense to it, yeah. you'd feel offended then you'd feel bad and then would that person feel bad that you felt bad and how many times would it go back and forth yeah that's really that's a good point yeah because yeah exactly because if i did yeah that's a very interesting point because you know other people being offended by what i say they're kind of being jerks (laughs) because if i say a joke and they get and their feelings are hurt suddenly and they tell me that hurt my feelings well that's going to hurt my feelings and so but it's isn't like, that good for them? Because they'd feel no malice coming off you as you said the joke. So they'd feel happiness because you... Fe- no, 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 right. Okay, so they wouldn't feel anything because they have to have caused the emotion. So you'd come up to them and you'd say something. They, You'd feel them being hurt. And then they'd feel you being hurt. So wouldn't that level it out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, because like the way they've responded to your action, like you feel bad because you're getting the consequence of that. So you feel bad, but then them feeling bad is what made you feel bad. So then they would feel bad. So then you'd feel bad, and then you'd just be in this endless loop of feeling bad. So Meditation you, would you'd be have really to just, You'd just have to kill everyone, <laughs> I think. But then you'd feel all their pain. Yeah, but you only feel it once because they can't, can't ricochet because they're dead. Oh, what if once someone dies yeah. in your hands, whatever their emotion was at that last second, it just stays with you mm. because they're gone. Yeah. The emotion just like a flat line. Yeah. Like an endless noise. So you'd have to like you'd have to make someone really happy and then kill them and you'd get permanent happiness off them forever. Oh my god, that would be that sounds That's dangerous. terrifying. Yeah. But it's never gonna be pure happiness because you're the last thing is Oh, you mean kill them before they have any clue. Yeah, yeah. So like you just you know, there's a prostitute or whatever, you'd be having sex with the guy, the guy's like, I'm amazing and just as he does what he does, you'd just shoot me in the face. And you'd be like, I forget to feel this emotion forever now. That'd be an interesting serial killer. But, but, yeah, isn't the person giving you joy because you know you're about to kill them? So they'd be like, why is this person really happy? They feel sneaky. <laughs> but, <laughs> they feel sneaky. Can you feel sneaky? But, there was, so, but, but okay, we're, we're drifting a little bit here because drifting. there was, there was at first it was you just feel the consequences of your actions, and now <laughs> you're saying you can, you know everyone else's feelings at no, no, all no, times. You're right. You're right. I didn't want that to be a thing because it's too similar to telepaths. Like, I, yeah. So it's the lo- I don't know. I don't know. I think you're too much of a risk if you were going to kill someone as they were really happy. What if they're not, and then you're stuck being horribly terrified forever in pain. Yeah. And you'd still feel the pain that you made them feel as you killed them. There's no painless way to go in one second. Uh, well, possibly. I think if, you, if someone shot in the brain straight away, like you just destroy the brain stem, they'd be dead instantaneously. But there'd be nerves on the way to the brain that you'd go past it. Would hurt. Yeah, but how quickly? Yeah, but I, I, but I mean, like those, you know, in order to feel an emotion, your brain has to secrete, you know, certain hormones and your, and your brain has to generate these ideas and feelings where in all that time you know the brain stem's already been destroyed the, it, the brain doesn't have time to do any of that why do you want to murder people I, I don't <laughs> You're the one who, you, you made up the rule that if you murder someone you get to experience their final feelings for all eternity 
You invented that weird rule out of nowhere. I'm just okay, saying okay. what the natural consequence of that okay, I'll take madness it is. I'll take it back. I'll take that bit back. Okay. Yeah, because it's crazy. <laughs> so all it, all it is is what you do to someone. You ex- you experience the, consequ- the, psych- the psychological and emotional consequences of those actions. It'd be weird though, right? Could you, would you like walk in your office and be like, hi, and then you'd feel like, ugh, them. You'd be like, aww. <laughs> well for everyone in your office listening that's how tanya feels when she walks in every morning apparently no i'm the one saying hi uh, and they're, they're the one that's like uh, uh. oh okay I thought when you said them i thought you meant like oh you know you're walking in and looking at everyone in the office and just going ugh, no, them. I, no i bet they're thinking that's about what they're me. thinking of but you. then i'll know it i kind of know it already but like they don't really know it but you won't know it though because you're, they, because it's, oh, I see what you're saying. So you just saying hello. Annoyed them. Annoyed them. Because then I was thinking, well, they'd have to say something for you to feel emotion. But no, of course. You just walking into the room <laughs> has stimulated the consequences of you walking in the room for them. <laughs> is unpleasant. So do you think, like, oh, God, do you think they'd have to get rid of television and stuff? Because every time, like, we're going a bit bigger now, but, like, every time someone walks out, say the president gives a speech. Yeah. The second he walks on the podium, you're gonna feel everyone being like, "We hate you." Yeah, and we he's love got, you. and everything he says, if he's like, "We're going to, you know, do X," and everyone goes, "Oh, dickhead," you know, <laughs> you'd be like, you you'd feel that straight away. You've pissed everyone else. But wouldn't that be good? Off. Wouldn't that make you do better things? But well, what, but ah, but would it though? Because. You're the president. You stand up. You're like, we're gonna raise taxes, and half people are like, fuck you, and the other half are like, yay, and then you're like, we're gonna lower taxes, and half, fuck you, yay. It's like you'd be in this um, this constant emotional roller coaster, exactly as we're in now. So it wouldn't be any different, I suppose. Actually, yeah, I th- I do think it would help though. Smaller interactions, like how would couples handle it? Ooh, that's that's got a, that could be a minefield. Thing, though. Oh, well, it's just, you'd have to someone. treat you'd have to treat each other nicer, wouldn't you? You seem so upset by that I idea. No, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's say you have to be in the actual presence of them. So if something's recorded, it doesn't matter. Right. So like, so someone... all those recorded messages I leave for you when you get home from work, <laughs> yeah. tell, tell you how much you I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. They're still fine. I can still do them. <laughs> Phew, I was worried for a minute then. Imagine that though, that'd be great. You just record yourself saying, I hate you, but yeah, just play it. Jerk. She walks in the door and that's it. And you're like, oh, it's recorded, so it doesn't count. But like simple things like road rage would be gone. Yeah. Like rude people would just be gone, surely. Yeah. Rude, general rudeness would be gone. So all those people on the bloody train who sit next to you. Well, just sit next to you. People, <laughs> people who sit next to you on trains. You just, they, as soon as they sat down, you'd just be like, oh, this is the worst day ever. And oh, they'd be like, oh, I can't be able to just do that to that person. But like sometimes you just have to sit down next to someone you don't want to. And then you'll feel how much they hate it. Yeah, well, just, you know, just don't sit next to people on trains. Leave them alone. But like if you sat down next to them. If I sat down next to someone on a train, because I had to, because like it's the only seat. And they were like, ugh, I hate this person. I would turn around to them and verbally be like, I didn't, want, I didn't want to sit here either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then maybe that person would kind of be like, you're right, sorry. Yeah. 
I suppose they would, because you'd, you'd, you'd understand more, wouldn't you? Because at the moment, people just do whatever they want to do, and you're like, yeah, that's, that's a really selfish, inconsiderate thing to do. But they don't care, because they don't, they don't get to feel those feelings. They just All they get is the joy of what they wanted. So good, they get to feel those feelings. And even if they're like, I'm really sorry I just did that to you, you'd be like, okay, well, at least they understand, and they've acknowledged that it's unpleasant for everyone involved. So that's a good thing. Would like... How about, I suppose food would be better. This is the same as the telepath thing. It's like, yeah, restaurants would be great because everyone would want to... There's essentially no downside to this, really, in a, in a social way. You know, everyone will just have to be nicer to each other because you would feel the consequences of your actions. There's no real bad, da- there's no real downside to it other than, well, that's bad because I'll get to feel all the horrible things I make other people feel. <laughs> well, that's the only downside. I think I've, I kind of live in this world already. Yeah. I just feel horrible guilt about everything I say or do. So I suppose for me it wouldn't be that different. But no. for some people it would. Like, for me it'd be horrendous. There's got to, there's has to be a downside to this. Apart from feeling like crap and having to change who you are to be a better person. Like, there's got to be downside. Is there a way that this could backfire for aliens? Backfire for the aliens in what way? Well, like make us worse or... Like the aliens are like, we are, we've outsmarted humans here. We're going to make them all nice. Yeah. What is the downside? Um, yeah, people who get pleasure from pain. Because at the moment, if you like, you know, you, they get pleasure from seeing someone else's pain. But if they, then if you actually felt the pain that the other person feels, would you still get that pleasure? Yeah, it's the ricocheting effect, isn't it? I wonder how many... Because if someone's torturing you, you'd feel tortured. But the person would like the tortured feeling, so then they'd be happy. So then the person being tortured would be happy. So, the person torturing would stop because they're not getting what they want anymore. And the person wouldn't be sad. So Yeah, I don't know how this works. Is this literally the only thing wrong with the world that we don't feel how other people feel enough? I think so. I think that might be it. You're not going to rob anyone. You're not going to shoot anyone. Or no, there's Are you no- being dundant about this? I, don't, I can't. Is there a blatantly obvious downside to this? that we're just not getting. I don't know. It's, it's, like the, it's like the episode of Futurama, isn't it? Where Bender has that chip installed so he can feel what Leela's feeling. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. This is exactly this. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Because cause he, he hates Nibbler, doesn't he? And but she loves Nibbler. So he, like, he does horrible things to Nibbler, which makes Leela sad. And then sad, and he feels sad. And it works. Yeah, it does work. He doesn't want it, He doesn't want Leela to be sad anymore. So he does nice things instead of bad things. Because selfishly, he doesn't want to be sad anymore. Yeah, exactly. So selfishly, you're making other people less selfish. It's such a weird, backwards way, but I think it would work. It does work. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So science, get on that. Yeah. Empathy chips, please. Do you think it would work as a punishment? If you, like, in the real world, like, if somehow scientists could make that happen, do you think that would actually work as a criminal punishment? I mean, yeah. And there's no real, there's no real way that you can be against it do you know what i mean you can't really be like well i don't feel like i should feel the consequences of my actions it's like well what's the what would be the philosophical basis for thinking that you shouldn't feel the consequences of your actions i think the technical term would be i can do what i want <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you can still do what you want but you you but you're, you're, about yeah it. <laughs> you have to pay the price for it an emotional price for the for the choices you make that's essentially all that humankind's been doing. That's what our entire justice system has been designed to try and sort of replicate, hasn't it? It's, it's an interesting idea, but there's not much to discuss because it just makes the world better. 
that's it really there's not it wouldn't really change much about the world we live in um but surely everything yeah everything would be better films would have to be better tv would have to be better the way you just a world where everyone's nice to each other which you know would also happen if there was muppets that were real (laughs) (laughs) okay so would you live this yeah yeah sounds pretty nice yeah yeah why not i think you're I think you are, though. It's like, it, it is great. As an overview, the, yes, this world is great. But yeah. I do think that the adjustment period would be horrible. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things where I think it would be nice to live there because the world would probably be a nicer kind of place. But your actual day-to-day life would be so much worse because you would, at first, yeah, in that adjustment period, because you'd start, you'd have to be so conscientious and nice and kind all the time it could be exhausting but like imagine you're a parent like every time you leave your baby you feel this the deep sadness of abandonment every time oh god yeah like a dog if you if you're feeling your dog's emotions when you leave them you know we see those videos and they just sat there the whole time while you've been gone yeah what if you felt the sadness the whole time like god that would be that would be yeah actually no i don't i don't want to go to this future but at the same time like the pure joy that your child would feel and dogs when they see you and stuff like maybe that would outweigh it maybe oh social media would be fantastic you'd post something and then you just feel a load of eye rolls all around the world you'd be like well not doing that again yeah yeah like this podcast (laughs) (laughs) you post this podcast and everyone would be like oh "Oh, yeah there you go again (laughs) please off on one (laughs) so which world which scientific world is which sci-fi realm or fantasy realm is this most likely (laughs) <laughs> is it like, is it the future of in Demolition Man? Is it is that what's closest to? You know where everyone's really nice to each other, and no one swears and. All but that you sort think of stuff? you think they went through this, and that's the world. We oh, I just think they've they've sort of reached that point, haven't they? Where they're what like, are the three nice to everyone. seashells, Lee? What? How do you use the seashells? How do you use the seashells? If you don't understand that, then you should watch then Demolition good. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't wasted your life watching <laughs> Demolition Man, which I love. Would you, this is a hard one, this may be the hardest yet, are you going to pick this world or last week's world? Uh, what was last week's world? Muppets! Yeah. Muppets and cartoon characters being real, yay! <laughs> and if you haven't listened to that, go back, because we're very drunk and it is, uh, is horrible. <laughs> is, Roger, is Roger Rabbit, and therefore Jessica Rabbit, alive in the previous world? Yeah. Jessica Rabbit exists. And she's married to Roger Rabbit. Okay. <laughs> In that case, then, I have no interest in that world. <laughs> this one, then, I suppose. The empath world. Yeah. Where everyone's an empath. Yeah, basically. Probably. I don't know. What about you? Well, that's a silly question. Which world do you think I'm going to pick? Yeah, you're going to pick the felt felt world, aren't you? Always the, the Muppet the world. The Muppet world. I don't think there'll ever be a world that we ever work on that, that will be better than that world. But yeah. So is it utopia, dystopia, or midopia? I think it's. I think it's actually literally a utopia, isn't it? Nah, I'm going midopia for a while. I think it would be. Like, uh, I feel like I feel what people. I think people feel that was a weird sentence, but I. Do you know what I mean? I already get stressed out. Yeah. So I can't even imagine what it's like. Maybe actually, maybe if I did feel what people feel, I'd be a lot more chilled out because I would be. Yeah, you don't actually feel what other people feel. You feel what you think yeah. other people feel, which is because you're wrapped with self-doubt and oh I'll be sad though imagine like you Skype your family and friends and then <laughs> what if you didn't feel what if you you hung up and I was going to say well, maybe they'd miss you and you'd feel sad but what if they're like good riddance 
you don't. You'd be like, oh. Yeah, but then you, but you'd feel that way too, so you'd be fine. You know, oh like god, you'd feel yeah. that feeling. You'd have none of those weird friendships anymore. Like, oh my god, it would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's very few downsides. I can't right now. I mean, I'm not best equipped to think of the downsides right now. I'm laying down on a sofa drinking very strong homebrew, so I'm not best equipped. But I can't think of any serious downsides to this. We may have been thwarted on this one. Yeah. Is it because it's too good or not good? I don't know. I think it's. I think. I think it's too good in the sense it's just. I'll take it. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's a, a situation which is cures all our ills. So what would you say? It's, it's a. It's an idea. A flawless idea, I suppose, from the aliens. Good on them. Yeah. They. They nailed it. And yeah. Arthur C. Clarke, in between, inventing satellites, did a good job with that one. That's mm. such a good book, and I don't want to give the ending away because it's a really cool little like mini twist at the end. Yeah. But it's uh. Yeah, it's it's interesting. What the aliens actually actually look like is the reason they've had to keep it so long until you saw them. Oh really? Do yeah, they? because they look like. Well, if I say spoiler, and then anybody can stop right now. Yeah. And then read the book, if they want to. Okay. Well, I want to read the book, so don't tell me. Oh. Go on. What do they look like? <laughs> they look like. They're, they're, <laughs> Big no, do they look like gelatinous blobs? No, no. Do they look like do they look like werewolves? <laughs> yeah. They look like Arthur C. Clarke's all of them. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to make you all read it. Oh, okay. Read it. Is that some homework? Is it? Some so homework, everybody yeah. does some homework. Everybody <laughs> reads. Um, what's the name of the book, Shane? Childhood's End. Childhood's like End. Arthur C. It's a beautiful Arthur book. Arthur C. Clarke. It's not even that long. Actually, it does go off on a tangent at the end. I feel yeah. like it's a few books and then he just, as he does, he has a great idea and then he's like, and then, and then, and you're like, okay, calm it down. This is not the same book we started reading anymore. <laughs> Clarky. He can't help it. He can't help himself. <laughs> that's right. I'm criticizing Arthur. Yeah, I say you're taking him to task. <laughs> what does he know about science fiction? <laughs> uh, so uh, where in the world can we find you? Me? Yeah. Right here. On this sofa. <laughs> Outside of that, you will not find me. Do you think? Yeah. I thought we're finished, but I'm going to go back to this. Yeah. Do you think that alcoholism would go through the roof? Oh, to like numb your senses? Yeah. Yeah, maybe there would be a trade in like drugs and things that could just numb your senses. You can't feel anything because you're like, I'm just sick of feeling all these emotions constantly. Yeah, because surely, you know, like, like you know, you, you remember because you were very drunk last week, but you're doing things and in the moment you're there. Like you can see videos of yourself and you're like, I was there and present, yeah. but I have no recollection of that. So maybe, yeah, people would, you'd still feel the drunken things and it'd be horrible, but then when you woke up, you'd be gone. So you 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 know what? It would make emotional people would kind of be abusive. They are now, aren't they? Yeah. That I much. am abusive to you well, by <laughs> having so many emotions. Having so much emotions. <laughs> just caring about everything all the time. But like, but they would be, they would be imposing their emotions on everyone around them because, you know, you could do something to me. You know, you could say something to me, Ollie, you're a jerk. And I just went, eh, doesn't feel anything. But if I said, oh, Tanya, you're a jerk, you would, like, feel this deep, deep-seated sort of... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you're angry that yeah. you call someone a jerk and, and they make you feel bad And they make you feel bad about it. it. Yeah, because, because their, reaction, their emotional reaction would be out of, in my opinion, would be completely out of, um, you know, what's the word? Would not... Context. No. Not context. It would be... Um, it would be disproportionate. It'd be uncalled for, kind of thing. Yeah, like it would be their 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 emotional response would be dis, disproportionate to what you've done. But wouldn't they feel that 
a second later, they'd feel like, oh, I was disproportionately annoyed at him for saying that. Well, this is why we need to establish these rules of how many times emotions back, bounce back 17. and forth. 17 times? Yep. 17 bounce back. Oh, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> that would be good. Would it sort these emotional people out? Would they be like, I, I need to stop being so sensitive this is, about everything? This is why it's so great, because it levels everyone out. Yeah. Emotional people get less emotional because all of the fears and like the horrible fears you have about what people are thinking about you wouldn't actually probably be as worse as you thought. But then people that have no, I don't pointing at you as I say this, people that have no emotions. You yeah, have yeah, emotions. Thanks. cheers, <laughs> cheers. I don't, Lee has lots of emotions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're just mainly about chocolate and beer, but they are there. So everyone would level out, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? And everyone would have dogs. We'd all be like a hive mind as well, wouldn't we? We'd all Ooh, be like... Almost like a singularity, yeah. Yeah, we'd be like the Borg. It's like the third time we've brought up the Borg. I, I know, yeah. <laughs> I like to bring up the Borg quite a lot. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I, well, great, yeah. So when the aliens come... That's what they should do to us. They should make us feel the emotional consequences of our actions. Would it be considered chemical warfare if, if a country could work out how to do this? make a country feel like it well yeah if they used chemicals to do it to you that's chemical warfare isn't it but like would because surely the only enemy is you when it comes to this if you're a jerk yeah if you're not a jerk then no, they haven't done anything bad to you let's say but they're still they're still using chemicals to alter your state of mind against your will yeah I suppose. so that's a chemical attack isn't it potato potato sorry that was a <laughs> yawn potato potato <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't even the right save in that no, context. No, not at all. <laughs> I can feel that you feel stu- uh, that I'm stupid. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we um, yeah we've overlooked the fact that everyone would be alcoholics. Yeah, you would try to numb those emotions, but that's you know that's why people drink now. So it wouldn't be that much. It's not going to be you know. It's not like no one drinks alcohol now and then suddenly in this new world oh everyone needs to drink alcohol to numb the feelings. We already do it so. So, so sorry, you said where are the, I asked you where are the worlds we are because I was wrapping up and went off on a tangent again. So you're on the sofa, that's what you I'm on the sofa, yeah. Yep. So if, if somebody knows where this sofa is and they physically come here, they can, they can get in contact with me. But, but Outside of that, they probably can't. Even if you ring Lee, you won't get in contact yeah, with me. Yeah, people ring me and if, unless I've rung you, I'm not answering that phone probably. We are actually, we've basically thrown up on the internet, we're everywhere now. Yeah, you've gone on a spree, haven't you? <laughs> well, I just wanted there's, to... There's so many social media sites I've never heard of that we are now on, apparently. Just because I've, like, I love podcasts. I listen to excessive amounts of podcasts. And there's like certain tropes that you get from our podcast. So, you know, like we are in no way affiliated with anyone, but I can talk about Casper Mattresses, and that will make us sound like we're an official podcast, or Squarespace, because they sponsor every podcast in yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. Squarespace. We're here when you're ready. Yeah, we will we, we will sell our integrity for <laughs> very little money. Very little money. Or free mattresses. Yeah, yeah. Free mattresses? Wow. Or, or I will do literally anything for a free mattress. <laughs> socks. There's socks. There's socks. socks. Socks website. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Feet gloves. <laughs> but the other thing that they always get to say in podcasts, which we now get to say, you ready? Go on. Uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Oh, great. I don't know what Stitcher is, and I haven't got <laughs> iTunes, but for everyone else out there... But yes, if you want to listen to us, you are listening to us now, so you've probably found us somehow, but yeah, well done. we are Drinks and Dystopia podcast. You can find us on iTunes if you search it. 
If you would like to find us directly, which has all the links to all the places that we are, you can go on to www.drinksanddystopia.blogspot.com. There's links to our YouTube and our... You're looking so confused at me right now. This is crazy. We've got, we've got a website. <laughs> we also... Are you ready? This is new. Well, we have a Twitter. Drinks underscore dystopia. Really? Yep. And, ready, we have an email address. Wow. Which I can't remember. So <laughs> Great. I, I can't say it right now. So that's our email. So if you guys have any questions or things you want us to say, even if it's shut up, Welsh people, mm. uh, then, you know, email us. Yeah, keep it to yourself. <laughs> this self-promotion makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is this, this, I mean, this is a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? We're totally trying to sell ourselves. Yeah, the next thing I'll be doing is asking them to rate and review us on iTunes. So, you know, rate right. and review us on iTunes, you jerks. <laughs> You know, and then come back and listen again. Thanks. <laughs> and cheers. To dystopias. To dystopias. <laughs> cheers. Was that another blockbuster episode? I feel that may have been the most lackluster episode we've ever done. <laughs>